I really don't think it does the brand a service to air it all out in public. To me, it reveals a lack of cohesion and thoughtful decision-making. And if that can't be figured out, how can anything else at the company be? This is The Brand Muffin, the show for all things creative branding, all thoughtfully explored and tastefully debated. The audio watermark goes here. Along with Josh Forstadt, I'm Ian Koff. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode eight of The Brand Muffin. Josh, buddy. Yes, sir. Are you a big Twitter user? I'm, I'm, I come in waves, I would say. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, admittedly, I'm not. And apparently now nobody is. Uh, <laughs> because as we all know, for the record, we are recording this on July 28th. Elon Musk, a few days ago, changed the name and the brand of Twitter Brilliant. to X. Yes. Now, in the span of these few days, it seems like the whole internet has lost its collective mind right, over this yep. shift. And we've seen arguments blasting like the, the overnight dissolution of years of equity, recognition, reputation, all the financial and legal and business risks that the company is wading into by, by doing this. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, in our little corner of the internet where all the creatives hang out, everybody is equally up in arms over the fallout, right? Like, yeah. what about all the brand equity that's been built up over the years? What, what about the user base? What about the user experience? What about the fact that the word tweet, which, which is such an embedded part of our, our pop culture and became the ubiquitous term for posting on the platform, is mm-hmm. now just gone, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, what are you going to say? Like, I X often instead of I tweet often? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are like all these little and big issues associated with this this brand shift. And already, there are tons of articles and blogs, podcasts, news segments. They're all touching on this from a brand perspective. And, and you know, we may very well wade into that ourselves mm-hmm. uh, during this episode. But but there's something else going on here creatively mm-hmm. that that rarely, if ever, do we see. And that's what I'm I'm really psyched to explore with you here today. So awesome. Yep. So here's the headline. Elon Musk changes the name of the company and launches the new logo. Then he changed the logo. Then he changed it back. And all of this is happening in real time in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so the, the updated logo was like a modest departure. It, it, was, it was a white X on a black background and the letter was drawn with slightly thicker lines. And he showed off this new design in a video that he posted to the platform and it was updated on the homepage and it was updated on his profile picture. And then hours later, he changed his mind and, and he said he had reverted the design back to the original look, saying, quote, I don't like the thicker bars, end quote, in his post, right? Mm-hmm. So, so now... The, the Twitter or, or the X website and his profile are back to the original X design with the thinner lines. And he said, further changes can be expected as the logo will evolve over time. Correct. I, I can't think of any other instance where a brand has made these kinds of corporate identity shifts 
so publicly and in real time. I mean, you know, excluding publicity stunts and an April Fool's joke and, you know, th- right. things of that sort. Like, we are seeing this, this brand emerge, take risks, make decisions, backtrack, mm-hmm. flip mm-hmm. around, all in real time and in full view of everybody. Millions and millions and millions of people. Right. So, brave? Dumb? What are, what are your thoughts? You know, I... Well, first off, I think it's I think it's fascinating that people care as much as they say they do. <laughs> you know, like you know, so I so I, I'm fascinated by that. But I but I think you know, as we talked about this briefly leading into this, it, it's a it's a wildly interesting exercise of watching a brand go through an evolution where they're basically doing a user test against a live audience, you Mm -hmm. know? So now what's interesting is, is that it doesn't impact the, it doesn't impact the platform. Uh, Continue. I mean, I have thoughts, but well, but, like yeah, you go, know, go ahead. Like so, if they, I mean, look, him changing the logo, uh, you know, and, and again, he when he did it originally, when I should say when they did it originally, it was there was a following comment, like you said, of that this is going to change over time, and that more iterations will come. Yep. And I think what's what I like about that was is that. You know, the Twitter bird is kind of dead, just in general. Now it is. You know, right. But I'm saying, but even even at the tail end of it, you know, I I think, yes, it it, it was an iconic thing. I think that if the brand was moving towards somewhere else, um, you know, sure, could you could you wait? until things were flushed out and and you go through this whole thing but it's like you know is there something to be said about the fact that they're like look you are a brand that is willing to take a risk in real time to show that you're willing to make any sort of changes to evolve the platform to where it should get to maybe Mm -hmm. you know I mean, versus waiting two years, waiting, you know, 13 months because they have to hire, you know, they're going to hire some really big bougie, you know, agency that's got all the creds. And then they're going to come up with some big lofty story about what it means versus like it's a fucking X. It's got a little bit of style to it. It's going to evolve. But there's something more, you know, even to your point, Ian. Maybe there's a problem with the idea of people getting so hung up on, well, what are we going to say? Like, did you put that tweet out? But now you can't say that because it's not a tweet. What if there's something better on the horizon that they Mm -hmm. just that we're just not privy to? Maybe we're completely wrong. And, you know, he's, you know, sideways, equally awesome. But I love that we're at a day and age where you know, it's not so set in stone. It's not so hardened in this is, this is it, you know, and you can't make a move because we are brand, I I was about to say we're brand X, but they really are brand X now. (laughs) 
Yeah, you, you know, it, it is. It's fascinating. And it, like, I'm, I'm trying to, to separate the, the exercise that they're going through from the brand that they are because, because the, the Twitter slash, slash X slash Elon Musk machine mm-hmm. is, is very much uh, an entity of itself. Like there's oh, no other company right. out there that is right. operating, you know, at this kind of level of perpetual scandal mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that kind of has all the eyeballs on it all the time. Right. So whatever they do, whatever Elon Musk decides to do and the platform decides to do or become is always going to be tinged with all the the preconceived notions that people apply to that brand. Mm-hmm. Right. But let's what I what, what I'm trying to, to just imagine through the fact that they're doing this is what if other brands were to do this? Mm-hmm. Like what if they were to you know, almost put us out of a job in, in, in some regards and say, we don't need to hire the big agency with all the creds to develop it over a period of six months and roll it out in a very professionally crafted, organized way. And it's finally ready for everybody. And then it goes. But instead, the internal marketing department says, we're going to go with our gut we're going to field test and we're going to pivot as we see fit based on the kinds of feedback and interactions and things that, that, that we, that we um, digest as a result of, of that exercise. And, you know, putting, putting my own um, self-preservation aside, because I love being tasked with doing this for, for brands. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting, but I, but I worry Are you worried as a as a creative for the brand or are you worried as a user of of the brand? Or both? Honestly a little a little bit of both and, and okay. maybe even more. Like I'm I'm afraid that if the diligence isn't done mm-hmm. that you miss the opportunity to drive your audience in the way that you want to. And that but again, and, but let's pause right there. But that's taking that is us assuming that that they haven't that none of this is thought through like we're we are looking at this from a lens of like you you know well, well Elon, yeah, no, you're, Elon's and you're right. got a got a history of just being kind of from the hip and kind of crazy right. and he was buying Twitter not buying Twitter buying Twitter not buying Twitter you know mm-hmm. like there's always this thing but. But I wonder if any if any brand that that had that was more buttoned up, if Apple says that they're releasing a new something, or from a brand perspective, they put up an X, right? And all of a sudden, the I think the world jumps into, oh my God, what are they up to? Right, it, there's intrigue. There's there's uh, this idea of possibility. What's coming next? Mm-hmm. Because of who is at the helm, we're assuming that the, the shit's gonna go like off the rails more than it feels like it has. 
You mean but, with Twitter? With Twitter. Okay. But but maybe um, but is there something in it that it's like maybe we're we we've already just assumed that like things are going to go worse and worse and worse. But maybe there is something on the horizon. But nobody's really talking about that. Everyone's just you know weighing in on if you know feeling like their part. Like that's let me actually say this. Let me pause there. I think it's a fascinating discussion because in today's day and age we as consumers act like we are on the board of directors for companies where we have weight in the conversation of what they're doing from a brand positioning standpoint that mm-hmm. I find mm-hmm. really interesting right now. I, I think you're onto something there. We're looking at these companies and we're evaluating them based on their leadership. And based right. on our, our right. perceptions of their leadership, we think either they're brilliant or they're hacks. And so whatever they're doing is an extension of that. Right. But, but do you, okay. But, but with that, do you think that we as consumers and just as humans are patient enough, which I don't think so, because in the beginning, Elon Musk was, you know, beyond genius, right? But then Mm -hmm. you let the crazy come out even more and everyone's like, whoa, he's like nutty versus like, maybe that's the price of being brilliant. You know, it's like, you've got to push past things like, you know, to, to recreate or to pivot something as big as Twitter was, is you can't be conservative going into it. Someone in the room has to blow it up and say, Hey, I don't, we're not waiting. We're just going to fucking push this live. Well, right. Okay. And so, so we are, we're kind of waiting into the, the, why is Twitter becoming, you know, X and, you know, the idea is to make it the everything app. There's an app that's very popular, I think in China called WeChat and you can chat on it. You can buy things on it. You can get transportation on it. You can do all these things. And there have been a lot of articles about why that kind of app that everything app is not suited for a United States audience. And we don't have to get into into all sure. of that, but putting that aside, that's why he's doing this. He wants to create this app that does everything and 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 the Twitter town square element is just a piece, a sliver of what he wants that platform to be. Right. So you know, is it a good brand decision? Probably not a good question to ask in this instance because he's not trying to to make a better Twitter. He's trying to just make something else right. um, by way of the existing architecture of this platform. So that's why that's why I feel like it's an unfair uh, exercise to try to look at what he's doing with Twitter slash X as the benchmark for this discussion, but rather Mm -hmm. to say, well, what if brands did this writ large? What if they had the balls, the audacity to just go for it? I don't, you know, I I think it's up to every brand, right? I mean, it's like you you brought up a leadership thing. He's going to do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. I think other brands are more tightly governed. I think more brands. I, I think what what I'm intrigued about is not necessarily what happens with Twitter, 
But I want to see what other brands start to do as they start to realize that they have to evolve. Because... Yeah. yeah. Because, like, I mean, look, the logical thing would have been just create X as a company that then acquires Twitter and its IP, right? It's like that would have been, you know, brilliant. You know, it's like buy X, put it out there, and it's like X is coming and... Then people become, oh, well, I wonder what's interesting. Because that mm-hmm. would actually be really interesting to understand from the consumer is if he would have just launched X, would we have all been sitting here going, what is he up to? Like he's really going to launch this universal God app killer. But because he took something that people hold too tight, you know, we don't want to let it go. So you say that, and I think the way that it's been handled has been a really big middle finger to the user base. It's ego. Right. There's certainly no value in getting rid of the Twitter icon and the word tweet and 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 right. Right. It's it it screws up everything that that brand Twitter has built up over the last however many years. Right. Simply to to pacify an ego at play. I agree. I agree. Because the logical thing would have been to to bolster the app itself into whatever new so that way show, you could yeah like you like you said and show then what you want to do with x right demonstrate how twitter becomes a part of it you know buy twitter at that point to be right. part of x and uh and and then go from there i mean like elon musk has been obsessed with this letter his entire career x.com mm. was what became paypal and he's got SpaceX, and he's got the Model X in Tesla. Mm-hmm. And even before he did this, he launched XAI as his AI initiative. So there's something with him in the letter X that's just fascinating on its, on its face. But it's hard to imagine other brands, especially established brands, right. making identity changes in real time talking about them in real time. I mean, that's very much uh, an Elon Musk thing that I think is unique to him. But I just, I like, I, I, I can't see it. Um, I'd be interested to see it. He, I think the problem, he's so obsessed with the theater of it. So that brings me back to the question. It's like, is this a brave or a foolish choice? to do these kinds of iterative branding exercises in real time in public, or is it neither? Is it just his personality? And you'll never see this out of, an, out of another brand because it's too much a part of the personality. Think about what, what Facebook did, right? In, in the transition to Meta, they rebranded to usher in this whole complete fresh start there had been months and months months of, of escalating tension between the stakeholders and the activists and the government about what Facebook is doing, privacy, encroaching, all these things. Mm-hmm. And that was part of the decision to just pivot away and say, look, Facebook is poisoned for right. one reason or 10 reasons or another. We are going to go all in on a completely different approach. We are going to rebrand, new logo, thousands of new employees, and we're going to launch this immersive virtual world called the metaverse. And we're going to just be all in on that. Mm-hmm. And putting aside the success or the lack thereof of the metaverse, Meta as a brand went through an entire branding exercise and they right. launched with all that IP. 
it's not like a week later they were like, mm, I don't like this color. I don't think you like this color either, public, so we're going to try this other thing. No, you know what? No, the first one was, was good. We're going to go back to it. Like, you just, you, you wouldn't see that. We didn't see that. And so even when companies do full rebrands that are like new divisions, new, new, new kind of company, new purpose, new platform, like we said, like the branding has never been so beta. I go back and forth in real time with you right now. Do mm-hmm. I want to see this or do I not want to see this? And, and I, I want to see it to satisfy my curiosity, but I really don't think it does the brand a service to air it all out in public because to me, it reveals a lack of cohesion and thoughtful decision-making. And if that can't be figured out, how can anything else at the company be? Okay, but so let me, so can I challenge that a little bit? Yeah, please. Okay, so like, what if it's the opposite of that? What if it's the, look, I know how rigid we are. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> that this is, might be an option. But it's like, we as a company have gotten so rigid. You know, we tightened up how much you could say. Everything is governed. There's like rules and everything is very, very tight. Is this, a, is this a way for leadership, someone at the very, very, very top to say, fuck it, fuck it all. Like, like, I don't care if you want, like, think about it. If you went into a branding exercise and just said to Apple, we think it's a good idea to get rid of Apple. Like, Call yourself something else. Like, we think that that's where we want to get the whole company behind the idea of, I don't care if you have the craziest idea. Like, we should be bold enough as X to say, even if we are Twitter, even if we're the biggest company in the world, it's it, we can put it on the chopping block for the sake of invention and innovation and what is next because that's the only way we can get there maybe well maybe but i think i think we're we're talking about two related but different things i think what what you just described have has more to do with the overall direction of the brand itself like we're we're apple we are now going to be why the letter Y? That is that. That's who we. You know, we're gonna be, and and we're gonna describe to you why. <laughs> right? Like I think we're on to something. Right? Like you know, we're gonna we're going to explain to the public why we've made this decision, why mm-hmm. this is the new name, what we stand for, what we believe in, all these things. Here's the mark. Here's the logo. Here's the tagline. Here it is all packaged together. I don't think that that would roll out and then start to iterate upon itself from a visual branding perspective in real time while especially there's all this confusion about what's the purpose behind the company? Why did you make the shift? Like there's so much else that's going to be in the conversation. And then on top of it, you're changing colors, you're changing weights, you're changing fonts, you're doing all this. And people are like, what are you doing? So I, I, I think that if a company wants to be bold and fucking go for it, mm-hmm. I think there there is an argument for that. I think Facebook 
Meta is a kind of a good case study for it. We're going for it. We're just changing everything. We're not going to be called what everyone's called us for the last 20 some odd years. New ideas, new purpose, new this. And here's the brand. Yeah, but Facebook still exists. They just they 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 bolted them like a like a an umbrella on top. Well, Facebook as a platform exists, but the company is not Facebook anymore. The company right. changed, but that's right. What, and but the, that's but is that not the same case as Alphabet? That that is the same case as Alphabet, right? That's but that's not the same case. But but my my point is more about the creative exercise and the brand itself from a public perception. Like when, when out, when Google became alphabet and they rolled it out, they rolled it out and mm -hmm. here it was, you know, and then brands go through refreshes every so many years. And yeah. it's, you know, we, we, we've tweaked it. It's not, here's the beta logo. What do you think? I, I find it fascinating that, so many people, when a brand decides to do anything from a branding perspective, if it's changing the font, changing the color, anything, everyone feels like they have a say in the game as a consumer now. Mm -hmm. And now, again, I think what's interesting about this is that the difference here is, you know, the product is falling by the wayside, right? Like yes. that's, yep. that is the concern. Yep. Technology is moving so fast. Is this this weird inflection where brands are going to start? We're going to start to see brands do that as well. Now, the 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 thing for me in this is the, the product has to support it, right? Mm -hmm. The problem yep. is, you know, the infrastructure went down on Twitter, like the like well, all right. of this and shit. It go, and, and it goes then, back, it goes back to the leadership. It's like if you have faith in the leadership and by extension the product or the platform or whatever it is, you know, then these kinds of decisions can look more purposeful as opposed to Hail Marys. I don't want to try to define what X is doing as a good idea or a bad idea because you can't be objective about it. It's, it's right. all wrapped into X as a platform and what's going right. on with it. And so the idea of, of should, should brands do this? Should I brands think it's great. Go for it. So, so I, I would love to see it because we yeah. haven't seen it anywhere else. It would be a fascinating exercise. I have lots and lots of of concerns and I don't think it's going to work well in most instances, but right. Maybe, maybe somebody breaks through and maybe by doing so you engender all of this trust and transparency and, you know, with, with your audience, it's like, look, we got nothing to hide, right? We're going to do our best. If we think that something we put out is, was a bad decision five minutes later, we're going to say so and we're going to pull it off. And I think that being that kind of honest with mm -hmm. an audience, I think there's a lot of positive aspects too. Right. But again, it comes down to how are you going to communicate that and who's going to communicate that? And, and it goes all the way up to leadership. Do you trust the mouthpiece? I don't really care what they do with Twitter. It's not my decision. But I like I like being able to iterate. That's what we, that's kind of what we do. I think the vulnerability, again, it's, it might be the wrong person, but I like mm -hmm. kind of witnessing the vulnerability of like, we don't know what's out there and we're willing to make the mistakes. What's your, what's your end? What's your cap on this? 
my cap is I'd love to hear what other people think. Okay. Like I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really curious sort of where, where the, the needle falls. And I think, yeah. I think the, I think what you just said is, is really important. You know, what we do as creatives is, is iterate. We love to do that. Um, having the license to do it publicly is very liberating. You know, the idea of that, the idea of, 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 you know, us being able to go into our, one of our clients and say, Hey, you know what? Let's, uh, make this a, a heavier weight, this, this keystroke, right? Like, right. Like, Poof. you know, let, let's, let's just, let's change it up today and then, you know, see what you think, see what a couple people think. Eh, we don't like it. We'll go back tomorrow. I, yeah. I, I would love for a client to be brave enough to entrust us with just going for it and seeing how, how, how it goes. Um, yeah. but yeah, so sign me up, w- man. W- I love it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, everybody out there listening, please tell us what, what's on your mind here. Would love to get some, some, uh, fresh perspective and insights. All you got to do is record a voice memo, email it to the brand muffin podcast at or gmail.com. Tweet at us. Hey, you know, tweet at us. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. X, X at us. <laughs> X at us. Uh, I can't. You can't I can't and I won't. And that's going to do it for today. And we will see everybody next time on the brand muffin. watermark goes here. The audio watermark goes here.